Welcome to Classroom Conversations. I'm Ashley Mingwasser. We're happy you've joined us on the platform for Georgia's teachers. Classroom Conversations is presented by the Georgia Department of Education as a place for educators to share and learn. Produced in partnership with Georgia Public Broadcasting. What would happen if you were to raise the praise in your classroom? Is your interest positively piqued? Our topic today is very glass half full. Actually, it's glass filled to the brim. We're talking about praising positive behavior. As you know firsthand, this tiny nuisance of a thing called misbehavior happens in every classroom. And the research supports, instead of reacting to negative behavior, it's best to be proactive by acknowledging when students actually meet our behavior expectations. By handing over an attaway, as they say. Praise Mavens Unite. Both of our teacher guests today have held the supreme teacher title, Teacher of the Year, in separate school districts. Play that funky music for Stephen Charity. Stephen teaches 6th to 8th grade band at Whitewater Middle School in Fayette County. And Stephen's cheerful co-captain of positivity this episode has a surname that actually rhymes with cheer. Introducing Ellen Greer, ESOL teacher at two schools, Harley Elementary and Taylorsville Elementary, both located in Bartow County. I'll have to understand how she has achieved by location, but that's for the quantum physics episode. Stephen and Ellen each have many positives, as you'll soon learn. Hey, you two. Hey, hey Ashley. I love seeing your positive faces smiling thank at me. Happy there's to be here. There's different energy in the studio with you two here today. Oh, thank you. It's true. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I feel it, too. <laughs> it I feel it, too. Yeah, positivity awesome. on Absolutely. your sleeves. Got to yeah. be. <laughs> how are you feeling today besides positive? I'm feeling I'm so excited to be here. Excited, Ellen? Steven? I'm excited as well. I really am. We're excited to have you. Why don't we start with your why? How about that? Tell us how long you've been teaching and why you became a teacher. You first, Steven. Okay. I've been teaching for about 17 years now. And I became a teacher because I had positive teachers in my life growing up. And I wanted to be there for our kids. So There you go. In a nutshell. What about you, Ellen? I'm actually a fourth generation teacher. Stop. Yes. It's in, so truly, it's in my blood. I love seeing my students achieve, and I love seeing those moments where they just get it. And I love creating lifelong learners. And that's what you're doing. Fourth Absolutely. generation. So who were the teachers before you? My mom was a teacher, just retired. My grandmother, and then my great-grandmother. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. a long, strong line of really amazing teachers. Quite the lineage. And Absolutely. Who, who would each of you say is your favorite positive figure in the public eye? Well, mine's not really a person, but I love Ted Lasso. Oh, that counts. <laughs> okay. Like, mine's not a real person, but I love Ted Lasso. I love the positivity he brings. I love his spirit of believe. Yes. I use that a lot in my classroom. That's lovely. He, he feels real to yes, us. He yes, counts. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Stephen, have you thought of someone? Someone in the public eye? Hmm. That's a tough one. Can be a character, if not an, act- <laughs> an actor or actress. Yeah, um... You're going to laugh at this. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay. But Rose from the Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) 
she's a character, no, but like she she's, she's positive. Yeah, she's like positive. and she doesn't let anything one. change her 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 path or her life. So if someone put a million dollars in front of me and I had a hundred guesses, I would not have guessed and you, that's you something? would say yeah. that. And that's what I love you about you, Stephen. Well, You're full you. of surprises. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> I know there's a lot to choose from, so this should be an easy question. Can you each share three positive traits about yourselves? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm enthusiastic. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, caring and uh, diligent. How about a growth point? Growth point? Got to do better with time management. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, you, you give, you give, you give because you want your kids to succeed and you want to give them your all and kind of forget about yourself sometimes. So just balancing the a little balance. bit more. Balance, yes. stuff. Ellen, what are your three positive traits? I am caring. I am collaborative. And I'm creative. You chose three C's. That's yes. very alliterative of you. I'm a big alliteration person. Me I love too. It. Yes. yes. Wordy, wordy. I like that. And what yeah. would you say is your growth point, Ellen? Um, I'm always trying to find ways to challenge myself as an educator. And like recently, I got this incredible, beautiful board in my room, a new board. So I'm trying to figure out ways to incorporate more of technology in my room. Right. And really learn how to use this new, incredible this board. thing. Yes, it's amazing. B O A R. R-D. Yes. Never B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> That's no. an important distinction. No, it's like a huge, it's not, um, I can't think of the name of it. It's not a Promethean board, but it's oh, like a, a big. A smart board kind of yeah, thing. Like yeah, like a smart board. I know yeah. what you're talking about. It's a new one. It's amazing. That must be a hoss. Yes. <laughs> Do each of you have a favorite quote that your teach, your students would say, my teacher says this all the time. That's kind of like your positivity go-to. I'm sure you do. There's something you say or a little adage. Yes. I always say that we are family. And my kids quote it all the time. And also always say, it's not just a school skill. It's a life skill. Yep. <laughs> and so do you I say, say it just that like that? All the time. Usually they finish it for me because I say it all the time. I'm like, remember, guys, it's not just a school skill. And they'll all echo, it's, it's a, a life skill. skill. <laughs> so those are two things I definitely say on a daily basis. I love the way you say it. It's all in delivery, as I know yeah, from this platform. Right. What about you, Stephen? <laughs> How are you well, quoted? So one thing my kids would probably say that I, I typically say in class is, uh, you know, 10% better than the day before just, or 10% more than the day before. You just know? improve a little bit. Yep. That's what it is. Makes all the difference. Very powerful. We are here today to hear about how you acknowledge your students for their positive and appropriate behaviors in the classroom. So why don't we start with when you first realize the power of pointing out the positive. That was pretty alliterative, wasn't it? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the power of pointing out the positive. The power of pointing out the positive. Um, I, I think the, the situation that came up recently, um, you know, we, have, uh, we had a fundraiser here recently. And one of my students had, uh, he won, you know, he got the top prize for the fundraiser, which happened to be quite a bit of money. It was $300. And, you know, rather than keeping the money to himself, you know, he came back to school the next day and said, you know, Mr. Charity, I saw your email about the band's needs of a, of a vacuum cleaner for the classroom because, you know, we have our class parties. And rather than having the, the custodian clean up after Every us. Every time you wanted to have your own. Right. We yeah. want to have our own and get the kids to learn responsibility and clean up. He said, you know, rather, you know, rather than going out and, and buy one, you know, I'm going to buy one with my prize money to help the band program out. Stop. Yeah. And when I tell you I cried <laughs> and I cried more <laughs> and I cried some more because you just never know, like, how you impact a kid until something like that happens. Right. You know? And it's because of your positive classroom climate. Yeah. And who doesn't love vacuuming? That is my exactly. favorite household <laughs> honestly. 
Ooh, so it's not as simple as good job for you. No. It's uh, more involved. It's right. It's it's actions. I mean, you know, and kids will, will do little things, you know, whether or not they come in the morning and say, you know, oh, Jill, do you want me to help you on your assignment? You know, you have, I know you have the, the plane test coming up in two days. Can I help you on it? You know, mm-hmm. just little things like that mean the world to me because I know that whether or not, you know, I can see it every day, they're understanding the lessons that I'm trying to to give them. They get it. You know. Ellen, when did you first realize the power of pointing out the positive? Um, I realize it a lot, but I have a very specific example actually to share. So in my classroom, a lot of times I will just walk around with a sticky note and a lot of times I'll write a little nice little comment and put it on a student's desk or, um, you know, I'll, if I praise them verbally, but I'll also put a little sticky note on their desk oh. and it might be waiting on them the next day or it might be even during the lesson. So one day I had a student approach me and say, Miss Greer, can can I have some of your sticky notes? And I said, absolutely. They started doing that. So I was modeling that behavior, and then they started writing sticky notes to each other. Like what? And so just good job. Um, I like the way you used fluency today. I like the way you used expression when you read. Great job speaking. I mean, just very neat little things. Right. And not just have a good day. I mean, they were really specific to behaviors or something academic that the other student need to work on. So they saw me model it and then they did it. I so it. I really saw that like, wow, my, my actions really do make a huge impact. With them. I always say that apologies should be specific. It's sounding like praise should be too, but we'll get to that next. How do you think that pointing out positive behaviors impacts students' academic engagement? I think that positive um, behaviors really make a huge difference academically um, because we're all in it together. We're Mm. all a team. And also, if you create that safe and warm and welcoming classroom environment, then students are going to feel free to make mistakes. And that's when we learn the most. Yes, that's really good. How do you think it impacts their academic engagement? Well, I mean, uh, classroom conducive learning is a very focused classroom. So if you limit the amount of disruptions and you teach kids the right way to do it through example and through modeling, you know, they're going to learn more. They're going to retain more information. You know, they're going to treat each other better. Mm. You know, it's just going to be a much more positive atmosphere for them to learn and to grow. That's a really good point. What advice do you guys have for the teacher who maybe spends more time correcting students instead of pointing out the positive? What would you say? Um. I think there's there's just so much value in in finding those kids who are doing the right thing and using them as example for the kids for the who other are kids. right, okay, who maybe need to be redirected, you know, because a lot of time, you know, our teachers will they'll spend all of their time on the kid that's that's doing something poorly, doing something incorrectly, and then the poor kids who are doing the right thing every single day, like nobody's giving them any love or any attention, you know. So use use Jill or use Sally or use Jim to kind of show the right way, you know. I love how Jim was sitting up today in class and Van. I love how he was taking notes while other people were were doing their playing tests. I love these these things to be very specific. And then the the other kids that are are watching this, they're learning from that. You know? Yes. Yeah. So. What do you have to add to that, Ellen? So I think that behavior that's reinforced tends to increase. Uh-huh. So if you're praising students for good behavior, it stands to reason that behavioral will increase and therefore the learning is going to improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Or if you're spending more time on corrections, there's going to be more things to correct. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you guys, it's not Pollyanna, right? You're not just saying be be fake positive or yeah. no, no, it's it's just genuine moments of positivity, choosing to focus on those. Mm-hmm. Relationships matter. And, you know, even mm-hmm. as adults, that if we're acknowledged 
and we feel appreciated, we're going to do more. We're going to feel comfortable. We're going to do a lot more. So it just really stands to reason that if you're praised and recognized, then you're going to be nurturing that self-esteem and that confidence in in children. It's amazing. And I just want you both to know how much I appreciate you being here today. (laughs) You're doing such a great job. It's important to be specific. We were just Mm -hmm. kind of talking about that, Ellen, when you're uh, providing positive praise to students. Behavior-specific praise is a strategy that teachers are taught where the teacher names the behavior, Mm -hmm. ties it to a classroom expectation that's been taught to students. How exactly do you guys use behavior-specific praise when you're positively acknowledging a specific student? Well, instead of just saying good job, I will definitely be more explicit in what they're doing well. Because students that I work with on the elementary level, they don't really know what a good job necessarily means. Uh So I will definitely model it. But also I will state the specific praise, state the specific behavior, excuse me, and then praise them for that. And I always try to use their name because I think that makes it more powerful. Oh, that's good. You're talking directly to them. I do. I always try to um, use their name. So I'll say like, thank you for being responsible. So I'm stating the expectation. And then also um, I follow it up with what does that look like? So Mm -hmm. it could be by sitting in your seat, by attending to tasks, by listening while I'm talking. All specific behaviors. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I do the expectation, but then I also do the procedure of what that looks like because children need to see it. They need it modeled. They need to um, hear it as well. So effective. How do you use behavior-specific praise, Stephen? Um, Pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll set, you know, very clear expectations at the beginning of the year. You know, we'll, we'll talk about those things. But then I'll have the kids recognizing each other you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'll say, how was Sally successful today? What did she do that was that was right? You know, oh, Sally sat up in her seat properly today. Or Sally, you know, Sally played her exercise correctly. Sally was fingering along while the other students were playing. So the kids are very engaged and involved in looking around the classroom and kind of noticing these behaviors and modeling what they see as well. Exactly. You know? Sally's my mom's name. I'm imagining her <laughs> sitting up straight in her seat. And, and I'm going to praise her. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good job, her. Sally. Oh. Is it harder for you? Because you're in band. Is that talent specific ever? You don't want me in your band class. Like, I'll tell you that. I can't really play an instrument. But no. I did have a glow-in-the-dark tambourine one time. Did you? Yeah. My dad gave it to me. It was kind of like, you could play this, I you know? I I had a glow-in-the-dark tambourine in my band room. I'll find that. We'll yeah, get you do. one, Steve. Please do. You need a glow-in-the-dark tambourine. <laughs> you just got to turn the I lights do. off. I do. We have fun. Yeah. But is it talent-based ever? Or they're in band because they want to learn band so yeah they're in band because they want to learn band but at the end of the day when I when I get a student that's new to band in sixth grade I'm more about teaching us teaching a, a person teaching a student how to be a better person mm. if they become a great musician you know after they leave middle and high school great if they don't oh well you ah. know you know I'm getting a student in my classroom that I want to impact in a positive way and and that's that's and all be all. Right. You know? It doesn't matter that Sally's terrible on the oboe. Right. As long even... as Sally comes to class every day and she's trying, you know, that's what that's it is. That's worth some positive praise. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about classroom climate next. I would think that this positivity probably carries over to the other kids and their behavior with each other. How does acknowledging positive behaviors influence the feeling in the room? Sure. Um, so we have a student of the month bulletin board. And on the bulletin board, there are traits that describe a student of the month. So they're respectful, they're responsible, they're kind, they're empathetic. You know, and we talk about what, what all those words mean because a lot of times so the kids will see those words. I, I have no clue what it means. So a lot of times, you know, showing through example and giving, you know, examples of what those words are is very beneficial. 
And then when a student gets the award, I, I tell the other kids why. You know, Johnny got this award because he was respectful. And this is an example of when I noticed that he was respectful. And then the other kids, they, 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 take, they take it to heart. And then the next month, they say, oh, man, I'm going to get on the bulletin board. I want to have my picture up there as well. So it just creates, it creates a lot of love in the room, too, because, you know, they, they look at that, that kid, that example, and they want to be like that kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're so, probably proud of each other. They are very proud of each other. Yeah. And that does my heart proud. That's so. community right there. Definitely. <laughs> How about you, Ellen? How is positive praise affecting the, the students in the room? Um, definitely through... Um, I use those praise statements, and I think it just makes the classroom management more effective. Mm-hmm. So if um, my classroom, we don't call it a classroom, we call it a classroom home. So our, my classroom home is very welcoming, and um, I do provide that frequent, you know, behavior-specific praise. So I think that definitely eliminates a lot of um, problematic behaviors because I'm addressing them before they even occur. And then also that engagement increases. We have learning outcomes that are improved. So I think it just creates, you know, a funner, better environment. I mean, that's what I would want to be in as a student. So I try to think about what I needed growing up, and I try to be that for my students. Lovely. That protects your energy, too, because you've got a day to get through of of learning and instruction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you say to the notion, why praise them for doing what they're supposed to be doing? (laughs) Well, um, for me... We can assume that, you know, when when we get a brand new kid into our classroom, that they're all going to have the same life lessons at home growing up. You know, every kid comes from a different environment. That's true. So we just want to make sure that when they when they come into our classrooms, that we're doing what we can to fill in the holes and fill in the gaps and just make sure that we're we're educating good people. Mm -hmm. You know, we're teaching them how to be good, responsible people when they leave our classes. So Ellen, relationships matter. Relationships matter in every area of your life in the classroom is another place between students and between, you know, my staff, you know, staff that I work with, between other um, students and students. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that um, when you're recognized and praised, you're going to do more than what's expected of you. And if you just acknowledge it, I think a little recognition and praise goes a long way. It does, yeah. Mm -hmm. And to that point, what about the teacher-student dynamic between the two of you? What happens to your relationship with students as a result of this process? It's, it's awesome. This is why like, I can come into work every day and smile because I love my kids, and then they show me little ways that tell me that they love me too. Mm-hmm. And that relationship is awesome. It makes work feel like it's, there's, it's not work. I mean, it's, I come to work every day, and it's, it's not work. I mean, I have a ball. You know, so I find ways to engage my kids. Like, you know, they love TikTok. They love Beyonce. They love who doesn't, love <laughs> who doesn't you know? Right. So you, you find little ways to incorporate, you know, things that they really enjoy into your lesson. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it much more engaging for them. Like, I mean, we were doing our warm-ups the other day and I surprised them. I had Beyonce's new track oh. playing in the background while we did our warm-ups, you know. What and, did they think of that? Oh my God. They, well lights them up. They were like, you know, how do you know who Beyonce is? You're like, oh, <laughs> like, you know. I think you're you know, you're, you're old. You know, how do you know Beyonce? But I said, man, I'm hip, too. They just don't use that word again. I said, OK. I'm, my apologies. Don't use the word My apologies. Hip. Yeah. That's don't funny, do Steven. What are some of the little things you say that they show you love, little ways you can tell? What are some of the little ways you can tell they love you back? 
Well, it's just it's just the playful banter. Like you know, I'll I'll be talking to them, and we'll we'll get to a point where we we can laugh during the lesson, and and, and you know, and we'll go back and forth, just like with the word. You know, I'll try to use like little words that they use, like busting and like <laughs> yeah. it's on fleek and all this, you know, all this <laughs> new stuff that they're you know using. But you know, we just have times in class where we can just like be silly and and laugh and just have a good time because I I. I would hate to be in a class where the teacher is up there like a statue, mm-hmm. you know, just just throwing stuff out, throwing stuff mm-hmm. out. But there's no time for the kids to be kids and like really come back and engage with you. So, I mean, it just makes the job so much more fun. Yes. You know, Ellen, what about for you, the teacher student dynamic? How is that affected by positive praise? Well, I'm so blessed because since I teach ESOL, I get to have a lot of my students year after year after year. That's true. So I really develop really close relationships with not only them, but their families. And I stay in touch with them through the summer. We stayed in touch, obviously, during, you know, our quarantine. And just that's the part I just love. I love getting to know their families. I love getting to know their lives. I get invited to a lot of birthday parties, a lot of soccer game matches, excuse me. But yeah. And so I just really try to be not only a part of their life in school, but a part of their life outside of school. Mm -hmm. And even it was funny this summer, um, I had lunch with two students I taught my very first year of teaching. And it just shows like I've kept up with them through Facebook and through other things. And some of my students even say, hey, can I come back and mentor your students? Look at that. So I love that. So it's just one more thing in my tool belt that I can bring into my class to increase that positivity. And they come in and they'll say, you know, this really helped me that you did this or that. And it was the funniest thing this summer because I said, you don't have to call me Miss Greer. You can call me Ellen. And that just blew their minds. Yes. What? Totally blew their minds. That was the talk of lunch. The whole time. <laughs> because they were like, oh, my gosh. But, I mean, just like that. I mean, they're, you know, in their mid-20s now. Oh, wow. And I taught them my first year. Mm-hmm. So just those relationships, like I said, I just love that. That's part of my job. I just absolutely love. The takeaway from what you just said, I think, is that those relationships are then lasting. Absolutely. Yes. Those are lasting relationships. They're, they don't have a finite mm-hmm. end date. Um, that leaves when they leave the classroom. That's a beautiful thing. Can you each give an example of a time that you positively praised a student for doing the right thing that then had a really big impact on the other students in the room? Well, I, I guess for me, um, so there there was a, a little girl, you know, and I, I have these kids 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, so I can kind of see them progress and grow. Um, you know, when she was in sixth grade, she she struggled a little bit and, you know, with behavior and, you know, everything is not roses, you know. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you get these kids and you have to you have to, to build this in them, you know. And she struggled with behavior. She struggled with just, just, you know, putting her all into things, I guess you could say, you know, seeing seeing the finish line, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I took time and I, and I worked with her. I pulled her to the side one-on-one. And, you know, and it's, it, you know, when a kid misbehaves in class, it's not like it's a secret. Right. Everybody else in the class, they see it too. So, you know, we, I worked with this kid, and I, this was my project. I said, by the time she gets to eighth grade, she's going to be like section leader. She's going to be like a, a huge example of just positive behavior in, in class. You, you know? could see it. I could see it. I, I knew she had it in her. And, you know, I worked with her, and and – and by eighth grade, she was amazing. You know, I never had to to speak to her in in a in a manner that you know, as, as far as redirecting, I didn't have to do any of that. She came to class. She was prepared every day. She she other kids in her section may have been struggling. She was the first one to go to the other students to help them out. Oh, you know, so just seeing the growth in in that student from year to year, you know, yeah. it was awesome, and the other kids could see it because. You know, this was not a kid that could have gotten student of the month, you know, when she was in sixth grade, but 
you know, I worked with her. And by the time she was in eighth grade, she was the first one on the board, you know. And the other kids, they noticed that. They were like, just because you're one way doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be redirected and you can't change. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has the opportunity to grow and, and get better. She became someone to look up to. She really did. She really did. What's your positive story? I have a very similar story. Um, <laughs> Weird? Yeah, well, just about, like, I love the way you use the word project. Yeah. And um, so I had a student who was a newcomer that came in who spoke no English. I mean, none, zero. And he came in and he really struggled, obviously, academically. And he had some, you know, some behavior issues. And I just poured love into this kid. I praised him specifically for academics. I praised him for for behavior. Mm-hmm. And this was just two years ago. Now he literally is the biggest advocate for our program. And he will even meet with other students that come in and he will share his story. And he'll say, look where I was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's just amazing. It's another thing for me that, that the process works like he is the perfect example and like I said not just academics but behavior as well and like I said I was just very specific in my praise to him and it just built I might start with one statement because he might have a more difficult time understanding and now like I said he's the biggest advocate for our program it's amazing well as you've both clearly stated it is a process Mm -hmm. and positive praise can lead to positive growth Mm -hmm. over time if you keep giving that input What about some teaching tips for positive praise that teachers can implement immediately to really reach students this way? What do you have? Um, Well, one of the things I've found most successful, and I've tried everything, is that, (laughs) you you know, I've been teaching a long time, is that you need, to me, you need a combo platter of um, intrinsic and extrinsic things. So, for example, with intrinsic, um, I definitely show my students a lot of love and attention, and I recognize them for being praised. I let them hear it. But the um, extrinsic, it can be anything just even like a sticker. It's amazing what a sticker will do at the elementary level. And it doesn't even have to be anything that costs. It can be a little thing. Like a lot of times if my students are doing what they're supposed to be doing, I'll let them pick out a song oh, to listen cool. to at the end of class. DJ. So oh, that would we be my do that. Work. We do that a lot. So I've heard a lot of songs from, you know, Encanto and so in Disney. <laughs> but um but yeah, I think I think you need definitely both. I think you need those intrinsic, but I think you also need those um concrete rewards as well. So to me, that's the best takeaway. I kind of use both in my class, and I think it's been really successful. That's great. What are your teaching tips, Stephen? Um, I would definitely say, you know, find opportunities to give students agency in your classroom and give them give them time to, to have a say. Uh, for example, you know, you know, for band class, I let the kids pick up their pick out pick out their own warm-ups, you know, at times. I let them pick out the theme for the concerts, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah, so just giving them a, a chance to have a say in their program or a say in the classroom at, at times is is huge. Giving them agency. What yeah. was the last theme of your last the show? The last theme, um, was I think it was medieval. Oh. You know, so every all of them sound like, you know, uh, Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones. And, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. So, I love the ownership. Yeah. That's definitely, awesome. Definitely. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I, I also would say you just be relatable with your kids and, um, and be authentic. Because kids can, I mean, you can praise kids and they can, they, they will know instantly if you're being genuine, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Kids can read that. So just be authentic. If you're not going into teaching to change a kid's life, then you probably need to find another mm-hmm. profession, oh, you know. There That's it just, is. It's just what it is, 
you know, you have to be there for those kids and you have to love on them and you have to be authentic. You got to be true, true to yourself. Yeah. And because it can take a toll on teachers to show up for mm-hmm. others so consistently it, in this yes, way. Definitely can. What is your positive message for teachers who are doing this work before we go? I, I would say, you know, just always know where your finish line is. Always know where that end goal is and keep keep pushing, keep fighting. It is it is draining, but you do it because you love the kids and you love the profession and you just want to see kids succeed. Um, so, you know, just just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Persevere. Keep pushing. Yeah. What about you, Ellen? I think a lot of times a lot about that when you plant a seed, you don't see the flower right away. You don't see the fruit right away. So it's definitely a process. Just keep at it. But what's really cool is I think coming back years later, months later, weeks later, and you see that little sprout. And so I love to see that growth. And I think consistency is key. As hard as it is and as much as people struggle with it, I think inconsistency really breeds like negative behavior. So I think if you're consistent, um, I think that's a huge part of it as well. But I think you'll definitely see the sprout and the blooming Happening. If you just consistently water seed. <laughs> Love that. that bring yes. it all together. Bring it all together. Absolutely. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. Even handed Stephen and Ellen Greer <laughs> full of cheer. You full guys. Cheer. Yes. Oh. You guys are awesome. Did you have a good time? I had an I amazing time. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> what are you going to take away from this experience to your students? Are you going to tell them that you were on a podcast? Absolutely. Oh, They're going to think that that's totally pause. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They'll love it. Yeah. What do you think they'll say? They'll think you're celebrities now. Absolutely. Now you can definitely mm-hmm. do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're going to say, Miss Charity, you're, you're telling the fib. You know, I'm about to play it for them before they, you know. Well, yeah. we'll send the pictures to yeah. you, yes, Stephen. Don't do. worry. I get, I get a lot of hugs. And so we'll probably have, we have like a little standing ovation thing we do in my room. We have a group hug. So I have oh. a feeling I'll be getting a big oh. group hug for there this There you one. go. Because yeah. we are family, as you right. say. We in are your family. Class. Yes. Yep, Thank right. you both so much for a very spirited, upbeat half hour. Now, if only the rest of our day won't go this way. <laughs> But the point is that we teachers can raise the praise all of our days. To paraphrase Einstein, you can't solve problems with the same thinking that created them. So when you combat negativity in the classroom with positive praise, prepare to be amazed. And endless praise to our educators listening. You're a great teacher. Stick around. Another elevating episode drops next week. Dial in then. Bye-bye. Funding for Classroom Conversations is made possible through the School Climate Transformation Grant.